Hey everyone, welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. Hi everybody. It's great to, it's great to, you know, psychically see you. Good to psychically connect with you. Uh, it's Lindsay and Krista, we're psychic. Yes, and we're here to tell you your future. <laughs> no, we're excited to have you though. If you're, if you're new, welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. Lindsay and I are your hosts and guides. We started this four years ago, maybe longer than that, um, really just as a way to help us feel less alone and to learn and grow. And now we're a community, we have courses and programs, but really we're just you know here to serve as support in your evolution. Last night, we had our first live call with our members and- It was a dream. It's all I, all I want to do. All I want to do, honestly. <laughs> I just like- Talk to you guys on here and just hop in, hop in and talk to everyone in the membership. It's really- um, yeah, I'm always, I don't know why, but I'm always so surprised when people feel so comfortable to connect with each other mm-hmm. right away. Yes. <laughs> you yes. Know? So heart-centered. It was so crazy. I got the cutest, I got the cutest DM after that like made me LOL. Um, <laughs> from, from Sam, two things. You got big dick energy. Haters be gone. <laughs> Second, I'm creating an experience called Rebel Reiki. You'll be the first invite. I love Rebel Krista, always and forever. I'm so proud of you. From one wounded daughter to another, we bring forward loving mother energy. I was like, yo, that's so fucking hilarious. That big dick energy. Big dick energy. I, came, I came through with that big dick energy last night. That's, when you know that, that's the whole thing. It's like when you know people have intention to be there and that they are yeah. excited and willing, it does feel healing in a way where I feel like I can like actually say what I'm thinking and mm-hmm. just be comfortable, you know, with, with the community. Yeah. Well, I think also too, it just, I'm reminded that when we're able to do that, they automatically feel the permission to do that yes. too. And you can just see that it was, it was really, really fun. We did a Q and A at the end. We taught the theme for this month is reclaim. So we went deep on that. So many people are reclaiming themselves. They are reclaiming their joy. What else? They're reclaiming, you're reclaiming my voice. Your voice. I'm reclaiming my voice and my, yeah, just my authentic expression and my confidence and permission to just say what's on my mind whenever I want to say it. Mm-hmm. I'm reclaiming my energy this month, just kind of coming back to like how I really feel and just not feeling like I need to take on all the energies around me mm-hmm. in order to operate. So yeah, it was really powerful. So all the members listening, thank you for being there. We're going to do a second live hang later in the month, but um, yeah, it was just the best. And mm-hmm. then yesterday we just had the most fun with our oh my friend, God. Gabby Reese. Dude, <laughs> so fun. She's my, I just want to inject her in my veins. She's so iconic. Speaking of someone who just speaks her mind Dude. and in a way that's unbelievably grounded, like there is no... There's no charge. There's no wiggle room. Yeah, just truth. Just truth. She was saying, dude, this is so iconic, you guys. She was, this is on her show. So Lindsay and I were interviewed on her show, which is... Um, which is coming out soon. So everything that we're talking about, you guys can listen to on our show. And she was also on ours and it was actually a really incredible interview. But we were talking in, about doing the work and all this stuff. And she was saying that she had a friend, you know, that just said she had an epiphany in therapy that really like was profound for her. And Gabby goes, okay, so when are you going to apply it? <laughs> and the friend was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, you know, after you like share something super heartfelt, but damn, that is the truth. She's like, you've been... You've been talking about this for 30 or yes! 25 years. Yes. She's like, you've been talking about this for 25 <laughs> years. When are you going to apply it? Like that is 
fucking iconic. <laughs> that's a real friend. That's a real friend. Yeah. That is so powerful. I need my friends to like hold me to that. Dude, that is like- Because I definitely drink you know my own bullshit. A hundred percent. You know what it does? It just kind of like, we kind of move through life. We're just walking around. We're like, hey, how are you? Good, how are you? You know, mm-hmm. hey, well, this, you good? Like, oh, that's cool. Crazy, yeah. And then it's like, someone's like, so what now? Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> I was going to continue on with this story for a long time. <laughs> I was going to continue my sleepwalk of whatever the fuck my story is for the rest of my life. I know. And have that little like, er, makes you think. That's why she, she's just like incredibly, we were saying before, like she's just tapped into something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, she is a true galactic force. I told her that on our first interview. I think it was after the interview, just one-on-one. Where I was like, I don't usually tell people that they're for sure aliens. It's not really my bag, but she's 100%. 100%. Because there's no, no way you're that tall and beautiful. And like, she's very Nordic. Like, mm-hmm. and Nordic is a type of alien. Mm-hmm. Not like a, a place. But, and just very like a seer. Like the things yes. she was saying to us were like so hilarious. <laughs> they were like, they were just, ah! they were totally, she was seeing us. She's like, yeah, Krista. So, you know, I've noticed that, um, and this could be a thing, you know, that you wrestle with your body and you wrestle with fitness and you wrestle with working out and, you know, you're you're just kind of in this fight against it. And I was like, damn. <laughs> and she's How'd like, you know? Lindsay, I feel like you don't talk that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, I'm working on it. It's only yeah, my you're job. Like, you're like, is it my turn? <laughs> Dude, totally. I was like, I appreciate that uh, observation. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but it's funny because now I'm like, I was driving here today and I'm like, God damn it, I wrestle with my body every day. Like I was thinking about it. I'm like, damn, am I wrestling with my fucking body every day? <laughs> oh my God, it was so real. It was refreshing. It was refreshing and real and it made us think. And then behind oh, her- Oh, she's like, you're obsessed with your office. <laughs> I was like, dude, Instagram has an aesthetic and our office supports that aesthetic. Yes. I, I that's love the truth. and I am, I have to be honest, I'm proud of our office. Yeah. I'm proud of working with Danny. I love, you know, supporting female businesses, whatever the fuck. And it's been featured in a lot of places. It's been featured in Architectural Digest. It's been featured mm. in Forbes. It's been featured all over the world. <laughs> so we're not obsessed with it. The world's obsessed with it. But I actually I care, I don't know, you know. I share it a lot, but I'm not that obsessed with it. So it was just funny. She's like, tell me about the office. We're like, okay. <laughs> well, We're like, tell me about your freaking virtual background, um, real life Maui. Literally. I mean, Kauai view. Get this. Like we all, we, we all are on Zoom all the time. We see people with like gorgeous virtual bra- backgrounds of like beaches and this and that. We're like, Gabby, what's that virtual background? She's like, oh, it's not. It's where I live. She lives in, well, she spends time part of the year in Kauai. And I shit you not, it was the most lush place I've ever seen in my entire life. It was unreal. She gave us a, a little mini tour of the house after the interview, private tour. And it was it was so nice because I was like, yep, I'm seeing what is possible. I know. Mm-hmm. Dude, I know. It's like um, whenever I do to be magnetic work, it's like walk into your favorite place in nature. I was like, check. Yeah. It's like, thanks, Gabby, for this visual Literally. that I can use in my like subconscious reprogramming of a beautiful space. So beautiful. If you guys don't know, she's married to Laird Hamilton. Mm-hmm. They've been together for over 25 years. Yeah, I love them. And I just love like how she talks about the relationship, love. you know? Like, we were like, what, what's Laird doing today? She's like, what isn't Laird doing today? <laughs> 
<laughs> what, and what did she say? She's like, she's like something about like walking all over. La- she's like, you know, La- oh, yeah. Laird's never walking all over any or something yes. like that. The dynamic she was speaking to, I wish I could remember. But it was just so sweet because you just feel there's so much love there, but there's also no bullshit. Oh, yes. Which is so oh, nice. Oh, yeah. She said this on the show too, where she's like, Laird said, he's like, hey, you've been like a little on edge lately. And she's like, no, I'm finally just saying whatever's on my mind. Like she was just basically saying that like at a point in your marriage and life, you just kind of stop the filter Mm -hmm. and you're just like, whatever, dude, I'm going to say what's on my mind. I was just like, damn, that is, that is so iconic. We got to start earlier than 25 years then. I know, honestly, (laughs) I'm a little scared for that though. Because with that, I mean, saying that, and she she has this, but it's like you have to have enough self-awareness to be mindful of your thoughts so that you can speak your thoughts because that's your, fil- like mm-hmm. filter through your own soul consciousness and heart truth. Mm-hmm. So there always should, in my perspective, be a filtration of your heart and your soul. And, you know, first until you're saying something, but if right. you're just rip roaring and you have no control over your emotional responsibility, reaction, awareness of what's going on, then it doesn't really work. You're just like an asshole. Yeah. Which means that like, I will never be in the moment probably saying anything because I need time to kind Mm -hmm. of filter that Totally. (laughs) Yeah. I know, honestly, being that present is pretty dope. But trying to think of when it happens. Oh, also it was really um, in our, so in our membership Q&A last night, we did like, uh, we talked about the theme. We had everyone meet one another. And we also were answering questions. And one of the questions was from Crystal. Mm -hmm. And it was about um, our interviews. And, you know, she was saying how oftentimes in interviews, people are really surprised at the depth or like the intricacy of our questions that we ask, that Lindsay and I ask. And she was asking if we channel, like if we're channeling, because it seems like for a lot of the interviews that it's actually channeled questions. And I just thought that was interesting because we haven't ever talked about that because... You know, the concept of channeling I find to be very interesting. And I know in my life I have channeled, I have been able to channel and it's something that comes very naturally to me. But I also feel like sometimes we prioritize the channeled energy over our own like things to say. And I always just want to make sure that it's like not giving like something else credit when people deserve credit. Not that I'm saying I deserve mm-hmm. the credit, but I just want to like empower people to know that yes, channeling is the best and it can be really powerful. And we're always also kind of channeling, but also that like your soul is also amazing too. Yeah. But I think you, I think like just in channeling your higher self, like I mm-hmm. guess what I feel most, when I feel most, present when I feel most clear is when I feel like, oh, that's me. Yeah. That, that is really me. Mm-hmm. I've been in interviews before where I'm like, I'm so in my head. Mm-hmm. It's like constant static. I'm like, okay, nothing's coming in. Nothing's yeah. coming in. And it's really not, I'm waiting for something to come in from somewhere else. It's just like, can I connect with mm-hmm. me? Can I come online? <laughs> and on my mind, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how much of it's my higher self where it's like almost 30, like the entity of almost 30. Yeah. Um. So there's like... um we work with Almost 30, who's like a specific energy that is like the expression of Almost 30 that you guys see in sort of the mission. And so sometimes I wonder if it's that or I wonder if it's my higher self, but there definitely is something going on. You know, Mm -hmm. everyone that's been in our studio or has been on the podcast realizes and recognizes sort of the energy vortex that we get in. And I think it's very much dependent on the connection with that person. And even mm-hmm. if we just met them, there's something to 
and I was telling Crystal this, where if we're able to have like kind of an offline conversation with this person beforehand and really just like energetically make them feel super supported and safe and seen um, and genuinely, it really opens up for... And I think like they're kind of like psychically giving us information as we're having the interview. So oftentimes we'll ask questions that they're like, wow, like I've never answered that question before. Mm-hmm. And I like have been wanting to talk about this or I've been thinking about this. Yeah. So I do think that there's kind of an opening that happens and a connection that happens during the interview that allows us to kind of pull some things that others haven't really yes. asked before. And we don't have an agenda. Yeah, I think you know, that's important. You know, we don't really have like a specific agenda, like what we want to get to or what we want to get out of it. We really let conversations breathe as they will. But I thought that was like a really astute observation by Crystal. And I really mm-hmm. appreciated that because, you know, we've never really talked about that. So there's so much truth to that experience. And I'm going to step into that this year and make it my brand. <laughs> I am the channel. A, Krista, I'm Krista the channel. <laughs> <laughs> I am now Abraham Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I actually think it would be interesting not for us to teach, but like just in everyday life mm-hmm. when when so-and-so was at their corporate job and talking to their boss, how can they channel their high self yes, and like 100%. be in conversation or be in rooms and be able to access that? I think it's really, really powerful. Yes. The other day I was walking in the hallway with Justin and we were just like messing around and all of a sudden- What he, hallway? The school hallway? Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> and I, so I took his backpack and I ripped it down. And I called him a big loser. We were in our like tiny hallway that yeah. doesn't even really exist in our apartment. And all of a sudden he's like, what did you, like, what do you mean? And I was like, what? And I blinked my eyes. I'm like, what? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I didn't even know I was saying anything. And I was like, what do you mean? What do I mean? And he's like, why did you say that? I'm like, say what? <laughs> And he's like, you said I'm scared of my potential. And I was like, what? I honestly had no idea that I said it. And I like blacked out. I was like, what? And I, I no. Did you, did you say it? No recollection. Yeah, I did say it. Whoa. So weird. I literally was like, you're scared of your potential. <laughs> As you're like pillow fighting. And he was like, literally, what do you, he was like, what do you mean? Like, and of course, like guys aren't really as versed in the whole rhetoric of the self-development world. And he's like, what do you mean I'm scared of my potential? And I was like, dude, I don't even know how to back this up. <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, wow, the, the channel is clear and I'm giving messages without people people wanting to hear them. Ooh. I know, it's kind of crazy. That's kind of cool. Whatever, dude. <laughs> it's true. You know, anytime you say anything, just be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> totally. I didn't say anything. Totally. <laughs> Freaking neck. Okay. Oh man, I'm excited about this one. This one's going to be fun. Especially excited about this one. So we have video for this. Mm-hmm. Alexis came in person to our office and I've known her for quite some time through Lacey. So I was first introduced to Alexis Smart through Lacey's work. I think we were at Dara's house and she was talking about um, flower essences maybe like a year ago. And she was really talking about how profoundly transformational mm-hmm. for her. And the first flower essence remedy that she did, she did with Max. And I'm talking about Lacey Phillips of To Be Magnetic. And it was just crazy for them. And so she actually had an extra bottle that day, gave me the extra bottle. And I ended up doing Unburdened and just was like addicted. I was like, whoa, this shit works. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have been doing a flower essence basically every month 
uh, sense. And then Lindsay and I uh, got a consultation with Alexis Smart to really understand like a custom remedy within flower essences and figure out what exactly they are and what exactly they do. Yeah, I remember um, going through my first custom formula and I just found myself freaking crying every day. And you're like, I think it's a flower essences. I was like, oh my God, thank God. Yes, I remember that actually. (laughs) I I remember telling you that. Yeah, I was just, I actually don't remember specifically, you know, what was coming up, but I just, it's almost that feeling of just like, you know, you need like some really deep clearing. Yes. And um, probably a year ago. Yeah, it was about a year ago. Yeah. And it was just so beautiful because, you know, what what I went, I went into it a little skeptical. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Flowers? Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, so little drops of perfume and okay, what? <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, is this safe? Yeah, but it's, I, the subtlety mm-hmm. is just, I think it, it allowed me to, it almost got me like quieter and slower mm. to like really, I don't know be aware of those like nuanced moments that yes. felt different and then just like dumping and crying for hours and hours mm-hmm. and having that be a bit more obvious. But um, yeah, I just thought it was so, so powerful. So we talk a lot about, you know, her history and what brought brought her into practicing flower remedies. She has her own formula. She talks a lot about Dr. Edward Bach, who is um, just the pioneer in this space in um, flower essences. And uh, she gives us prescriptions, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Yeah. We really break down the types of flower essences and what flower essences are and why it's such a powerful natural healing modality. And you know, when I think about it, it really helps me to understand flower essences in the way of like, when I think of any plant medicine, it's like the plant is doing the magic, the healing, the whatever. But of course, it's always the healer that chooses the healing. So you know, when we have a flower essence, which is like the distilled vibration of a certain flower remedy that's put into like a liquid uh, tincture form. I can think about how powerful mother nature is. Mm -hmm. I can think about how powerful different elements are. And really a lot of pharmaceuticals are lab made, but then a lot are come from the basic compound of certain things and then are just like altered in, in a bunch of different ways. So a lot of times the most healing parts of medicine is comes from the very basic elements that exist in nature. Mm -hmm. As much as I try in my life to be as natural as possible and to find alternative healing modalities, I've found that this is just a beautiful add to my life. And I'm really excited to share this with you, Um, especially too. So Lacey and Alexis Dish did a collab. And so Unblocked is available. I think it's still available now, but that is a specific uh, remedy for uh, clarity, optimism, and then working with your inner child. So a lot of the different remedies are specific to different needs or experiences that you might have. So maybe you're looking for more body acceptance. There's something for you, or maybe you're looking for more um, confidence, or maybe you're looking for more freedom. Um, there's a bunch of different remedies that exist for you at Alexis Smart's website that you can check out and you know start to explore. Yeah, that's alexismart.com. And you can follow her at the same on Instagram as well. Yeah, I'm, I want to try the Unblocked. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. Order it's that. a good one. I just ordered Sunshine, which I love. I mm. always feel really good when I have Sunshine. Yeah. And then I also did Unburdened and I did Soul Purpose. Cool. Yeah. I make Justin do it too. I know. I was going to say, I was like, what should I get Sean? Yeah. Mm. I do him like, I give him a little drop shirt. And you know what I loved about Alexis is she's funny. 
Very funny. I was like laughing. Like I was like, oh, you're funny and cool. Like I was so glad we got to see her in person. She's also not of this worth either. 100%. I love her. I mean, big facts. The coolest. All right. Enjoy this one. A uh, quick announcement coming up. We have a free gathering. So this is going to be a women's circle, the sacredness Yay. of being single, a sacred circle. I just say, said sacred twice, but it's actually just once. But this is going to be free and for women all over the world who find themselves in that season of their life where it kind of feels like the in-between, but it's actually, from my experience, one of the most transformational times to come back to yourself. Um, and then if it's your desire to eventually you know, attract a partner, I do think that kind of opened me up for that mm-hmm. yes, and set me up for that. So really excited to connect with you all. Um, you can visit almost30.com uh, for more information. Just check our Instagram. We have a bunch of different posts on it on there as well and on our stories. Um, and I will be um, starting the Sacredness of Being Single six-week program. That starts on March 14th and enrollment opens on February 25th until March 10th. So I'm excited. We got to get this trademarked. My legal brain's going. My yeah, legal do. brain needs this trademarked yeah, now. You already, um, did, you already did trademark Life Edit? Yeah, Life yeah. Edit's trademarked for motherfuckers. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, I got to yeah. do that. And I just, I, this is such a unique experience and I really love just like the intentionality and the twist on really cherishing and um, making the time when you're single as impactful and powerful as possible. Yeah. I'm jealous of you guys. <laughs> just you, kidding. You can't come. I oh, know, I can't come. I'm locked out. I'm not invited to any of this shit. Just kidding. All right, y'all. Enjoy this one. Share with a friend as always. I think that's such a, a nice gift to just uh-huh. share, share, share something that you listen to or read or what have you with a friend. It's, it's really nice and it helps us and really warms our hearts. So thank you. Thank you. We will see you on the other side of this one and enjoy. We'll see you soon. So we were talking, (laughs) that's how we start. We get pumped. So we were talking before this. So you just took first aid kit. Yeah. So you're going through that bottle right now. Yeah. What was the inspiration for going through that one right now? Well, just for, I just came into town from the desert. So I had a long drive and there's traffic and I got lost and I was a bit stressed. So this is just the immediate kind of trauma stress reliever for anybody. So I keep it in my purse for for those emergency. times. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What is in the first aid kit? Um, it's basically like box rescue remedy, Dr. Box rescue remedy. So there's five flowers and um each one deals with a different element of trauma, like um fear, shock, irritability, impatience, feeling like you're losing it, and feeling spaced out or ungrounded. And then I have some extra things that are my secret addition. Secret Alexis Smart Edition. Yeah. Okay, I want to kind of dive right into yeah. to what flower remedies are because I think a lot of this is very, very new mm-hmm. for a lot of people, and it was new to me when I first started taking them. So, okay, w- what are they? Well, I'll say what they're not first. Mm-hmm. Um, most people think they're um, essential oils or that they have a scent, so that usually they like, pick up the bottle and open it up and smell it, and it smells like brandy. Um, <laughs> so they're not essential oils. They are a healing system that was discovered by a British doctor in the 30s, and they're extracts of wildflowers. And he, Dr. Bach, um, always felt that in in medicine that only the body was being treated and that the spirit of the person was being ignored. So he didn't consider it true healing if you, you know, your arthritis was better, but you're still depressed or anxious. And he saw the mind-body connection and he thought if 
we could be restored to happy, uh, happy, vibrant people that our body's self-healing mechanism would be restored and the body would heal itself. So mm-hmm. we always think, oh, once my body's better, I'll feel good. But his, his thing was the opposite. Was, you feel better now and then your body will follow. Mm. Which I think is more of what science is moving towards. You know, Absolutely. that visualization, like with Dr. Joe Dispenza, it really is living where in your mind, where you want to be and then your body will follow. And I think that's really powerful that he found that in the 1930s because I think it's becoming more popular and understood mm-hmm. that belief now. Absolutely. Yeah, and even like I started doing this about 18 years ago and even then um, it was even more foreign to people, that whole concept. And now it just feels like everyone's so open to it and um, like ready. Yes. And I, I'm curious, like, it's it's such a subtle, delicate, beautiful way to heal. And I also think people want like this quick fix. Mm-hmm. So can, can you can you talk about like how they work and why it is over time and, and kind of what is happening in the body? Yes. Well, first of all, they are subtle, but they are really powerful. Like if, if you take one that is really a match to your feelings, your vibration, you'll feel it right away and you'll, you'll notice effects like within three weeks. Sometimes like if you take one that's not quite a match, you're not going to feel it. So, or it might be really subtle, but I found them to be pretty effective, but they're not like a drug that, mm. that you, basically they make you feel more like yourself. So a lot of my clients return and when I ask how they are, they're like, I feel really good, but I don't know if it's me or the drops, which is great. You, you want to feel like yourself. So... I mean, how they work scientifically, mm-hmm. it's kind of a mystery, but it's more in in the world of quantum physics because they're very, very, very dilute. So similar to homeopathy. Um, so I'm a home- homeopath as well. And um, the medicine is called vibrational medicine because the what you're taking in is so dilute that it's not material anymore which is kind of hard to wrap your head around. So the idea is that everything alive has a vibrational frequency, which is measurable. And musicians always understand this concept right away because they're like, oh yeah, completely. And and they've been in the studio and they see every time a drum goes, like they see it registered Mm -hmm. on a monitor. And um, so the idea is that every living thing has a frequency. Every emotion has a frequency. If you have jealousy and you have a a wave like that, that's the frequency. And then you take the flower essence for jealousy, which is holly, it will have a frequency that matches and balances that. Mm. So they work kind of like rather than suppressing a negative feeling, which we're so used to, they work by flooding you with positive feelings whereby the negative can no longer exist. So with Holly, you know, you're just flooded with love and goodwill and trust and jealousy just kind of melts away rather than like when what we're used to with drugs. Numbing. Antibiotics. Mm. Yes. Antidepressants. And as you eradicate and you fight and you kill the bad thing, this is like you just flood yourself with good vibes and then the bad stuff can't be there. Mm. It's like an alchemy. You know, I was, I was reading something in um, 
about in Ayurveda about gratitude and about how because gratitude is such a high vibrational feeling that it can have alchemy between lower vibrational feelings, which can inherently make you feel good. So if you feel anxiety or stress or, you know, insignificance or whatever the feeling is, it's not only that gratitude is helping you remember the good things, but it's also the vibrational frequency being a high vibrational Mm. feeling will help alchemize those negative feelings that you're having. So it's the same sort of concept where it's like, you're not getting rid of the negative feelings. You're experiencing both at once. So it's the high vibrational flower essence in this case is able to alchemize those negative feelings, which is really powerful. That's beautiful. Beautifully put. Yes, it is alchemy really because you're taking a flower and turning it into this magic liquid that then goes into us and has an effect. It's Mm -hmm. it's something. What was the one I, I, I think bird unburdened. Yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah, you took unburden. So I was, I took it with, um, so I, I think we were at Lace, or we were at Dara's house. It, it was before, it was a while ago before quarantine with Lacey there and then Jenna Zoe and Sophie and Jordan. And Lacey was like sitting on the couch and she's like, I've been taking unburden and it's like rocking her world. <laughs> Ma- Max also took it, her, right. her fiance, Max. And so she was like saying, she's like, I've never, it's been so profound. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do Unburden. I think she actually had an extra bottle. She's like, here's my extra bottle, take it. And I honestly felt such heart opening from doing Unburden. I remember when another time when I was here with Aaron Rose and Natalie Miles and you, I almost felt like I was having a panic attack because my heart was like in such a state of almost like discrepancy between where it had been and where it was wanting to go. Mm -hmm. It was like trying to like break out of its like, metaphysical cage that it had been in. And I was like, whoa, this is definitely the unburden. I really felt like that was such a great match for me at that time in the way that I was feeling. And it was really, really powerful. That's so interesting because um, that that particular formula is for people who are very responsible and they work a lot and they're, they're dutiful and conscientious and um, very adult. Not me, right? <laughs> like, That's interesting. You know, I like think if you. you. <laughs> no, I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> so we don't call it a heart opening remedy, but yes. but all of the my formulas are heart opening because, like that formula, for example, p- removed the obstacles mm-hmm. to you feeling that way, which would be like if you had to grow up too young or you took on a lot of on your shoulders that would prevent you for, from being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So probably that anxiety came because your your barriers were being broken down a bit. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, and it's like it was. Yeah, it's the the burden of having these other things means that I couldn't open up, and you can't be a heart centered. So it was like if I'm doing, if I'm forcing myself to do, 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 how could I be in my heart all the time? How can I be heart centered if I have so much going on? And I think a lot of people, you know, go through that a lot. So I felt like that was such a beautiful introduction for me into flower flower remedies. And mm-hmm. I'm now I have a bottle all, all the time. Oh, I'm like, great. I think I'm working through, I think I might be on sunshine right now. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. You look very sunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I haven't had any of the formulas that you have in your line. I've only mm-hmm. had the specific like prescriptive oh. bottles. Um, so I'll have to get into that. But yeah, I experienced, I, I feel like you said to me, you're like, maybe it's the flower remedies. I was just feeling like very, it was kind of that. Um, I'm trying to think of the feeling, but I remember saying that. It's almost like a transitional period mm-hmm. of just feeling a little 
it's out of sorts because you're becoming in sorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yes. it's not feeling like I'm in control, I guess. And it was yeah. that heart opening. It was that like, just very emotive and like crying mm-hmm. randomly and just feeling all the feelings. And it felt so good, but it was also such a contrast to me keeping my shit together yes. all day, every day. So I felt like, oh my gosh, is something wrong? And then it was like, oh wow, no, I'm actually finally feeling what I had been holding back in order mm-hmm. to like kind of manage my days. And it wasn't bad or good. It was just, it just was. Mm-hmm. And um, my anxiety has definitely been reduced. I think just like doing this also with therapy has been helpful. Um, I used... I I I believe before COVID actually for that like year before COVID I was probably the most anxious I've ever been and which is interesting but I every single day I would just have kind of this like buzz of anxiety I just remember like even even telling my boyfriend when we first met I'm like I am so anxious even though I'm happy I'm like so anxious mm-hmm. and and this really really helped and I don't know how or why, but it, it really did. And it was so subtle. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like this like overnight thing, but it was just so beautiful. I think too with you, like ex- it's almost like you expressing your emotions in the moment instead of mm-hmm. ignoring it or stuffing it down. It's like, that's the highest vibrational choice. You know, and if mm-hmm. you think about that, it's like it leads, it led me to that and my conscious led me to the highest vibrational choice, which was, to express how I was feeling, to be open-hearted, you know, for you to express in that moment instead of stuffing it down. So I think there's something interesting there too about just giving you the opportunity to make the highest vibrational choice instead of continuing on the lower vibrational frequency. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what... Did I give you agrimony? Serato, chestnut, bud, gentian, larch, star of Bethlehem. My favorite one and my personal one was crabapple. Crabapple. Crab, crab Crabapple. <laughs> um, so, you know, the Star of Bethlehem, that's for buried grief and old things, you yeah. know, or, or recent, but sometimes inaccessible grief. Yeah. So that might be what was making you cry and release all that. I feel like I've had some grief in my lifetime, but I also think I've like inherited grief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, totally. We do. Big time. Especially the more absorbent a person you are. Yes. Like if you have anxiety, anxiety is kind of the other side of sensitivity. So you're like, most and excitement. people mm-hmm. are very, yeah, and mm-hmm. excitement. Most sensitives are very, I mean, most anxious people are very sensitive. So yes. you probably absorbed other people's grief or came in with some stuff that mm-hmm. wasn't yours. Maybe. Yeah. It's interesting too. I mean, if we think about, you know, inheriting the ancestral grief, it's like our DNA is essentially this hard drive of information. And I think what was the study that they did, it was like one tiny aspect of DNA could have a certain amount of Bibles or something. It was like in the billions. It just was like the amount of information that is in one strand of DNA is uncomprehensible. Yeah. So there is so much of our information in our DNA that is ancestral from however many lifetimes for however many existences. And I've been thinking about it lately, how it takes so many different ways of healing and conscious awareness to rewrite that programming. And it's nice to have things that are natural. You know, it's going the natural route for healing that have always helped. Yeah. 
Well, I just, a few years ago, I read some scientific thing that confirmed what I've sensed, which, and it said that DNA, that we can um, have trauma for 12 generations. Mm. We can hold trauma like that far back. Wow. It's mind-blowing. I know. It's like a lot of pressure. I remember when we were doing, <laughs> or when we did ayahuasca, they were like, this helps heal seven generations back or something. So something like seven back, seven forward or yeah. something back forward. Wow. Yeah, seven back, seven. <laughs> and then they're like, it goes eight and back. Yeah, That's honestly. The, holy moly. And then like, here's your bill. Okay, so for the flower essences, for people to know, I guess, how to use them and how to integrate them into their lifestyle, like, would you say that they go based on symptoms? Would you say they get a consultation or what would be the first step for someone who wants to get into it? Well, the reason like I created this line was was so that I could offer something that it didn't exist when I started doing this, but I wanted to give people the kind of custom formula session experience. But if they can't come see me or make an appointment, they can like go to my website and find a formula that's comprehensive and includes everything. And so, and I made it very simple so that you could kind of diagnose yourself. And it's interesting because Dr. Bach, who created this, his whole his book was called Heal Thyself. His philosophy was heal yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of empowering to to be able to just reflect on what do I need and then look for a formula that resonates with what you need. It's kind of like if you're hungry and you look at a menu, what looks good to you is mm-hmm. usually what what your body needs. And is there like a way that you can support via your lifestyle as you're working through bottles? Um, I don't think so. I mean, a lot of people think that they have to change their diets or like it's a detox or cleanse or something. And the great thing is you just take the drops and the drops actually um, encourage you or inspire you to make changes in your life. So you just take the drops and then, you know, people report that they start making better food choices or Mm. relationship choices because it's all resonance, you know, and like the lower you are, the more you're going to be attracted. The lower vibration you are, the more you'll be attracted to things that are a vibrational match. So as you start feeling better and your vibration raises, you're, you're just drawn to better things. Mm-hmm. What is there a right or wrong way to make a flower essence? I guess mm-hmm. like just in terms of the um, making it as clean as possible. I don't know if we have to worry about you know exposure to pesticides. Um, well, the essences I use, um, they come from the English and Welsh countryside mm-hmm. and they grow wild there. And um, they're made with spring water from a Sounds nearby. so dreamy. I know. I, know. I, know. I love it's it. so dreamy. It's like a, a fairy, fairy book. So the essences I get from England, I use those. And then I use really high quality water and, I, and, and uh, they're all organic and biodynamic. So biodynamic is even a step above organic. Um, what does it brandy mean? The brandy I use is biodynamic. What does biodynamic mean? I it's actually just, don't know. It's kind of what organic should be. So, and and biodynamic also involves like planting by lunar cycles and harvesting at certain times and so seasonal kind of stuff and wow. not interfering. So these are the flower essences I use are from wild, wild growing wildflowers. So, mm. And then, so they're already in a kind of nice clean base. And then you just put the drops under your tongue uh, like this. I'll take some now. Let's do it for the camera. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Might explode if I take so Lindsay's. You put four drops under yeah. your tongue and then you just hold it. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> and then you, you hold the drops under and it oh. absorbs. I'm a baby and I get the ones with the no alcohol. Oh, really? Yeah. Is there they're a difference in, in potency? No, they're the same potency. <laughs> she says it's for kids. Because <laughs> it is. It's like Can a vegetable take them? glycerin and it's super sweet. Yes. Yeah. I have a kid's line for oh. things like nightmares and teething and um, oh. shyness and what else? Um, learning, like sweet. attention and stuff like that. For Dr. Bach, when Dr. Bach was around, was his work well-received or was it kind of out there? Like what was his journey and getting his information out? Um, well, he was he was kind of a revered uh, physician. He wasn't just a family doctor. He was doing a lot of research with vaccines, actually, and something called the nosodes and really um, exploring. I mean, he was early in uh, the whole fecal transplant thing. He didn't call it that, but um, recognizing which bacteria cause certain um, diseases and even mood disorders, mm. bacteria in the gut. And so then he discovered homeopathy and it blew his mind because he he felt like, um, wow, I finally found something that that is an expression of what I believe. Mm. And um, But when he started presenting his new ideas, the, the conventional medical community didn't really have time for it. So he sold his practice and just moved to the country, just abandoned and left everything and um, started his work. He just thought flowers were the answer. He knew nature had the answer, but more specifically flowers, the blossoms. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I'm curious what like drew you to, to study homeopathy. That's how you pronounce it, right? Homeopathy. And what... are you someone who brings in Western and Eastern medicine or how do you generally like look look at that? I'll start the, with the first part, but with, with both the flower remedies and homeopathy, um, I discovered them as I, like most of the healers I know became healers because they were not well and they had to learn how to heal themselves. That was, and it changed their, and that changed their lives and being sick is what kind of turned them into mm or, you know, change the course of their lives. So that happened with me. Um, and I've told this story before, so for people, if, if you've heard it. But um, I'd had a lot of emotional trauma, especially in my 20s, some childhood stuff, but like my 20s were just a terrible shit show mm. <laughs> of trauma and grief. And then, and like culminating around my Saturn return, which is like around 27, wow. 28. And I went to Egypt I'd always had a fascination with Egypt since I was a kid. And um, I went to Egypt and I went to this remote oasis in the Libyan desert and um, got very sick there. And I came back and nobody could tell me what was wrong. Um, They said I was fine because my blood test came back okay and my parasite tests. And um, nobody asked me if I'd been traveling in a tropical country. So for five years, I, I suffered with these fevers and crazy shaking chills and I Mm. lost all this weight and was depressed and also concurrently all these losses happened so I was really a mess just like a shell and I and um I had really good health insurance because I was an actress at the time and SAG gives good 
or they did at the time, uh, good insurance. Uh, I went to a lot of Western doctors and um, they didn't help me. And then I started going to alternative people and tried everything like Reiki and everything. Reiki um, cleanses, rolfing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of, well, acupuncture was good, but it didn't cure me completely. Finally, my dad connected me with a homeopath, this English guy, and he gave me something. And within a few hours, all of my malaria symptoms, well, I, I found out it was probably malaria, what I had. Wow. And mm-hmm. sorry, I just jumped to that. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, like, boom, the mystery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Um, I couldn't get a proper test for malaria. And so I was a bit lost and I went to the homeopath and he'd worked in Africa and India a lot. And he said, for sure, it sounds like malaria, um, but it doesn't matter. We don't need a diagnosis. So he, he took my case and he gave me this remedy and um, I had a retracing of all my symptoms from Egypt. And then I never got a fever again. And this was like one pill of something that's, you know, $6 in the health food store and um, no side effects. And just, you know, not even in the kind of alternative health world, usually there's some kind of three months to three year commitment where you're taking tons of supplements and changing your diet. And this was just like a few days later. And I thought, this is a miracle. And so... What I, was it that you took? Um, Do you know? Yes, it was called Eupatorium. Mm. And uh, it's also known as bone set and herbalists use it. But in this, in the homeopathic preparation, it's d- distilled many times and it's characterized by um, the symptoms are, you know, deep bone pain mm-hmm. and fatigue. And so that was one of the symptoms I had from the malaria was this, felt like my bones were broken. And oh. um, so it's a common flu remedy though. Now I know this remedy very well. I use it. I use it a lot. So that's how I discovered homeopathy. And I'm just one of these curious people that, if something affects me, I just have to study it and get to know it. Mm-hmm. So I just started studying it for fun and same with flower remedies. Um, I had a similarly profound thing with the flower remedies. And then, so I always knew I wanted to do some kind of natural healing, but nothing called to me. And I kept dragging my heels about um, taking classes and acupuncture, Ayurveda, or being a yoga teacher. And I just, I wouldn't do it. I, I kept thinking I had to do it. Mm-hmm. And but it was when this when I found the homeopathy and flowers that I felt this is it. This yeah. is my calling. Um, okay, so that's the first. That's how mm-hmm. I found it. And then the second question. Oh, the the conventional medicine. You know, I like people who are if they're really sick and they're they have a an MD that they like they're working with. I encourage them to stay and like run everything by them. Um, but I don't use blood tests or medical tests. So the the intake session is just how do you feel and what are your symptoms? And they're very specific. Like the homeopathy questionnaire is very much like just all these things of are you hot and cold? Are you thirsty or not thirsty? Like a hot or cold drink, you know, mm-hmm. um, are you irritable? Are you tired? Or what makes you feel good and bad? Everything about you. Um, so it's very individualized. and um, Which I, I, I love that part of it because mm-hmm. I feel like when I go to like just a, like a general practitioner, it's like you're never getting those questions. 
you know, which yeah. is fine because they're asking other questions. But I, I, it's always nice to have a just a 360 understanding of a person, especially if they're coming in with a symptoms or condition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and like even the session is nice and therapeutic. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's everything that makes that person an individual that then you find the remedy that matches that person exactly. And so it's kind of like, um, it's like being a private detective in a, in a way. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. Have you, you know, like with the deep connection to plants and to flowers, have you had any like psychedelic experiences? Have you had any like <laughs> past life regressions? You know what I mean? Like, do you, yes. do you feel like deeply yes. connected to yes. them? <laughs> Perfect. Um, have you been able to talk to them? Yeah. I mean, especially when I first started taking them, I was just, I would dream about the remedies every night and flowers and which mm. flowers. If I had it was a like case, Queen, it was like Queen's Gambit on the ceiling. It was exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah. And I'd get these messages. Like I'd have a client where I was really stumped. Like, I don't know what to give this person. And I'd have a dream where like someone whispered like Heather or something. Really? Yeah. Cool. And um, so I got a lot of messages through dreams and I found um, when I first started taking the remedies that I just felt really connected to nature in a way that I hadn't. I always liked beauty and I, I'm not a city person, so I liked country, country environment, but um, I just felt like I would hear the leaves in the trees more and, and feel flowers speaking to me. And yes, I have done psychedelics and um, would always feel really connected to roses, especially like, mm. you know, they would talk to me and um, trees and stuff and, yeah. I think they say roses have the highest vibrational yeah. output of any flower. That's what I, I believe wow. it because of the way they, they were talking. <laughs> I know one, one time we did mushrooms and there was like a plants on the, the ledge and me and Justin both looked at each other. We're like, do you see those flowers? And these flowers were living had faces. They were moving and I was yes. like, this is the craziest mm. thing. The they're, whole night we called them very alive creatures. We were like, those are, are very alive creatures. Are. And they're, they look very um, like, yes. Uh, yes. Disneyland, like, uh-huh. a yes. like, like just Alice their in Wonderland. Were, yes. And faces. I know. It was so wild. I've never, but it was interesting because it was certain flowers were doing that and then some were not. Like there was other flowers that weren't as active. They still were kind of moving, but some were just very, yes, much more, Living than yeah. the others, probably what? like Home Depot flowers. Or something. <laughs> like, yes, the exactly. When I did ayahuasca, I remember the trees. Just because you mentioned trees, mm-hmm. the trees were literally giving me lyrics for songs mm. when I was outside and like mm. wanting to not be around seventy people. I was like, okay, yeah, and it was it was so beautiful. I was like. Oh, I was like, remind me to talk to you guys when I'm like not on ayahuasca as well. Wow. Um, but it's so beautiful to connect in Where that did way. you guys do ayahuasca? Costa Rica at Rhythmia. I haven't done it yet. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Here, I was traumatized, but at a party years ago, um, mm. this guy who was far out that I'd always run into it, things like he was always doing the new thing. And I hadn't heard of it before, but yeah. he's, he was telling me how great it was. And, and, you know, he'd gone to Peru and he's, I was all on board. And then he said something about a diaper. And he said, like, just in passing, like, a diaper. And I'm like, hold on. What are you talking about? So when he said, oh, yeah. you'll probably shit yourself. And then I went, oh, God, we I just did yeah. on a diaper. We didn't shit or piss or throw up. Yeah. We were, no, 
Didn't even throw up. It was so gentle. It was crazy. It was really beautiful. It's because we're clear. We're such clear vessels. Oh, Tommy would have a good time. Yeah. We're just clear vessels. Yeah. There was nothing. You didn't need to purge. No purging. We're too, we're too light. <laughs> um, yeah. One time too, we were at um, Coachella. We did mushrooms at Coachella last year, which is so LA. It makes me sick. But <laughs> Justin was like sitting there and he was like looking at the trees. And I was like, oh, what's going on with those palm trees? He was like, I'm asking the palm trees, you know, how they're doing. I'm like, okay. And he's like, they said that this is their favorite time of year. Oh, it was so what, cute. Uh, what time of year? Is it, it was Coachella. So it's like everyone's dancing and there's music. And he's like, because we were all when, lit up. Yes. And stuff. He's like, they said it's their favorite time is of it? year. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and it was funny because when you're on mushrooms, the trees are kind of moving. You're like, yes, oh my God, they, they love are. it. It was so. And cactuses look really crazy and like um, prehistoric, like yellow yes. plants. And they're like animals. Uh huh. Yes. Kind of scary. So, it's so true. Kind of Dr. Susie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious. So you mentioned you don't like being or living in a city. And I know you, li- you live in Joshua Tree or you yeah. live Pioneer? Oh, Joshua Tree adjacent. Adjacent. Okay, and cool. 29 Palm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I love 29 Palm. So yeah, what's... Why? Like, what is that choice? And we, we talked about 5G before we hopped on. And I'm just kind of curious, you know, what it's like out there. And just like how you're... Um, that sensitivity to that, which we all are. We've just, some yeah. of us are more used to it than others and and how you've been able to kind of adapt even as you travel. Um, well, I moved out there. It was kind of an accident. I, I was, I grew up in LA. I was born in Toronto, but I grew up in LA and I was living in this cute little house in Echo Park for 18 years. Wow. Little cottage. And I... Um, Got that rent control vibe. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, all my friends, <laughs> you can never leave. I know. <laughs> like, and, but, um, when I moved in right after Egypt, so I ever I didn't feel well the whole like literally the day I moved in, I started feeling sick. Ooh. I just I always thought it was like post Egypt stuff and my liver, and then I tr- started traveling a lot, and I felt better when I left. And someone said you should get it tested for mold, and that. And there had been awful leaks there and just negligent landlords. And um, so, yeah, there was mold and I had all the symptoms of mold illness and it was just getting worse. And so my dad lives in the desert. So I came to visit him just to escape and I felt great immediately. And then I didn't want to go home and and then I rented a house and I kept my house in, in Echo Park for like a year or while I had the place in the desert. And then finally I just let it go. Yeah. And um and then this all happened. So it was kind of like I was in the perfect place out in the desert and in the peace for like it hasn't felt crazy and weird handmaid's tale out there. It's just yeah. um peaceful. Yeah. So um and then it turns out like as I've removed myself from cities I I learned actually how sensitive I was and how I'm probably not really cut out for city life and electricity, you know, a lot of electrical stuff and, and totally. 5G. We were talking about 5G and mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive to that stuff too. And yeah. so, you know, I'll just keep going to places that don't have, we don't have it there yet. So yeah. hopefully it won't yeah. come there. Thank goodness. I wonder if there's like any... I know in, or I heard that in Noosa, Australia, that they've signed a petition for the government to not do 5G, but I just don't know how much of a say that people have 
it with it. You know, it feels know. like it just happens and we don't know about it. It That is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because if you notice, it did start. And uh, don't call me a conspiracy theorist. I'm just observing folks. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, you know, as soon as the quarantine started, that's when all the 5G, like I would call my friends in LA and say, what's going on? They're like, everyone's in their homes, but there's these weird vans. Yes. And there's this weird... Right out here. Yeah. And if you ask them, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. What are you building? Uh, They won't answer you. And there's there's like, you know, business names on the outside with a phone number that you call and there's there's no business. It's like a fake business. So all these 5G towers were kind of put up when everyone was in in their homes, which is sinister. I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. think it's a coincidence. Anyway, I don't know. That kind of thing too. It's like, if there's no, if there's no funny business, why isn't it just happening? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, why can't you have a truck that says T-Mobile, whatever, whatever the carrier or provider is? It's like, why isn't, also too, why, why aren't people involved in the conversation? Yes. I think like, why isn't little... this like kind of a town hall thing where it's like, hey, yeah. can we vote on yeah. having this or not having yeah. this? And Yeah, and if you Google it, you're not going to find anything except articles about conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. who link this to yeah, COVID and stuff. So, um, you know, like it is a concern. Like mm-hmm. if any new technology or chemical is introduced into the public yeah. health arena, it it should be that it is reviewed mm-hmm. and um, like medically sent, like mm-hmm. that it's sound and safe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's been done. I always just think about too, like in our history, we've done things that we haven't researched or we haven't had a lot of foresight on that have been <coughs> detrimental to people's health, you know, in various points in history. So it's like, it's not out of question to to believe that this would be happening. Mm-hmm. And it's not out of question too, to always to think that not everyone has everyone's best interests at heart. And so uh-huh. I always just come back to those things where I'm like, you know, I trust people, but I don't, I know that not everyone has my best interest at heart. And then I also know that we've done a lot of things in history as humans, as a species that weren't necessarily good for future generations. Yes. Um, And so I guess for for on 5G is the, because I actually, to be honest, people would be surprised. I actually don't know much about it. But is the belief that because it's such a high, okay, this is what I think it is. Because it's such a high frequency and we are vibrational beings, then we are essentially inundating our nervous system and our vibration that we naturally give out with this vibrational frequency that is given off from these towers 24-7. That sounds right. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and um, we were talking before we started recording about like that we both have this Tesla box mm-hmm. made by this company, Blue Shield. I think it's great. Um, and I read a bit about it on their website and what this and, and Luke's story on Luke's story's podcast. They talk about like you can't protect yourself from EMFs. Like you'd have to just like was saying you'd have to like paint your house with this weird paint and cover it. I love him. He's like, guys, I've tried. Dude. He's literally like, I've he's tried. probably doing it. Honestly, yeah, he he's the is. best. Yeah. And, um, but, but the uh, Tesla people or the Blue Shield people say that like um, your body will, like if there's a wave being put out, mm-hmm. just like the flower remedies I was talking mm-hmm. about, if there's a wave being put out, like that you'll naturally kind of start vibrating at that frequency. Mm-hmm. And so these 
devices they use to neutralize EMFs. They put out scalar waves, and mm-hmm. I think those are like healthy waves, and your body will start getting on that wavelength, and so then the other one can't yeah. occupy. Because I think it's like this puts off, like whatever's putting off EMFs is putting them off at different rates of wavelengths. So some are high, some are really low, and they're erratic. And when these come together, the different types of wavelengths it actually causes, that's a lot what causes the damage in us is it will collide with us or collide with others. So the scalar waves create equilibrium between the other Uh waves in the house. Okay. So that they align more closely to scalar waves, which I think scalar waves is more so like, or is it human resonance? I thought scalar. frequency, right? Which one? Schumann resonance is the Earth's frequency. Yeah, but I thought then I thought it would be, the, or maybe it's scalar waves to bring us to Schumann resonance mm. because that's essentially the goal is to be on that frequency mm-hmm. when you're at the Schumann resonance, which is the Earth's natural vibrational frequency. Yeah, I have to. Changes all, the Schumann resonance changes. Yes, all the time. But I'm sure there's like an ideal a, yes, Schumann yes. resonance. That's, 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 I thought you said the Schumann residents. Like, oh, oh. The Schumanns, they move. <laughs> they live down the street now. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I knew a lot more about this. I mean, you know, don't want to go... That's the whole thing is like, I purposely don't really know much. I know as much as I, I know to be aware of it. But because I'm in direct line of 5G on a consistent basis, yeah. it's like... I don't want to drive myself completely crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so I'm aware and I do my best. We have the Blue Shield block. I have the mini one that I travel with. We have um, a blanket that I put over my Wi-Fi box every night. So it's like a, a silver type blanket and it helps with EMF and radiation that turns oh. off my Wi-Fi at night. Oh, it turns it off. So you don't have to unplug everything. It, yeah, you, you. it doesn't turn it off, but it essentially becomes like void. So it's like you can't use it at all. So, yeah. you know, I do my thing, but... It's just one of those things where it's like, I mean, you could honestly drive yourself crazy. But, <laughs> you know, how am I making change against something if I'm not looking at the issue? I'm exactly. not sure. And, yeah. and there's also um, smart meters. Don't forget about What's that? Smart meters, they put them in, I don't know when it started, but they're um, like to read the utilities. And they put out a huge amount of EMFs. Oh, I didn't know that. And like they used to just burst into flames by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot really? of um yeah they is that were, something that people carry around with them no they're on the side of your house so they used <sighs> to you know the gas guy oh i've seen that yeah. i would come and look at the readings and you're like hey this, sir what are you doing here yeah honestly yeah i wish they well just notice where that is in your house mine was against my bed like outside oh my right gosh Ooh. my bed so I, I i wouldn't be surprised yeah and i was like waking up with headaches and just not sleeping well and getting really hot and they make you really hot Oh, they're like heating wow. you up like a microwave. Do you feel like being away and in the desert has helped you connect better to who you are and your intuition and your healing? I do. I do. There's something I used to be terrified of the desert as a kid. I was like, I my parents am. would come out and I'd be like, I'm like, when does so it stop? <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm like, when does it stop? <laughs> I'm landlocked. Yeah. Landlocked. Yes. You know, I'm like thirsty. I'm like easily dehydrated as a mm. person. And so just, I felt like, my DNA sees the desert and is like, you should not be here. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I've changed. It's just like the vastness is really good for my mm-hmm. brain and spirit. And um, yeah, I feel more intuitive. I feel like I, I feel more in the cycles of the day and like, yes. and, and time 
actually flies there, which is strange. You'd think it would just drag. But, oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. How's the community there? Uh, I'm just starting to explore yeah. that. Um, at first I thought, oh, there's no one here for me because it was a kind of like, and, and maybe I'm being like an aesthetic snob, but there was a kind of like Burning Man aesthetic yes. that mm-hmm. isn't really me. And, um, but like the, the desert people are really um, genuine and sincere, yeah. yes. and like supportive and, you know, will help you if you need firewood or a ride to the ER or something. Like there's yeah. that feeling there that um That's your nice. neighbors look out for you it's not weird that that is like not really the case here oh my gosh no i'm like thinking i'm like thankfully i know my upstairs neighbor but even just in general just like feeling like a community we have great friends but i'm just saying neighborhood yes yeah like human beings looking out for yeah her and not not fearing them and um so but but there's a lot of people moving out there and now i have like a few more friends and there's a few other brands and um, like Wonder Valley, Allison is there and um, there's a few other people that are living in Yucca nearby. And so it's funny though, because like I'm not even, I wasn't social in LA. There's, I was like, I don't really have a community. (laughs) Um, But uh, I love that. Do you know Natalia, by the way? Oh, not yet? Maybe not. I'll introduce you. Natalia yeah, Benson, should, our friend, just moved there. You. She's amazing. She's okay. an astrologer. Um, mm. I'd love to go over like remedies for specific things. Okay. Just kind of like quick fire type thing. So for, this is basically for people that want to find a remedy, a flower. So I guess we can do a remedy and then the specific flower essences that are for that as like a call out. Okay. You mean, okay, wait. You'll a get formula, it. So like, so like a formula that you've, she's yes, made. And then you're like, um, crab apple's great for that. Okay. Why don't you give me a condition? Okay. Oh, okay. And then I'll Anxiety. You, crippling um, anxiety. Crippling. And you can ask follow-up questions. Yeah, crippling. <laughs> can I? This is, game, yes. this is a game show. Crippling. No, games. Like, if, if you just, okay. We'll give you a buzzer. Yeah. I really do. Um, crippling anxiety. Would be rock rose. Okay. And rock rose is in rescue remedy. Remember I was talking about the first aid kit. Rock rose is for intense fear and panic, life or death. And you don't have to be in a situation that is life or death, but your organism, your body feels like that. You know, um, it's like you're facing a firing squad, that level of panic. And rock rose is just like immediately grounding and calming. It's a lifesaver, that one. Um, there's Aspen, which is for um, apprehension and fears where you're just like, I don't know why I'm afraid. So the person might just feel, they could even like shake or um, have shortness of breath or be sweating. And so it's even more confusing for the person because they can't say it's because I'm going to the dentist or it's just for no reason. Right. Um, and then wow. there's Mimulus and Mimulus is for like, that's going to be the more common one that's for everybody. Like most people have mimulus fear and um, it can be for a person who's shy and nervous by nature as well, mm-hmm. or they can just fear everything like fear of going out, fear of, there can be self-conscious and mm-hmm. um, fear of anything you can name. Mm. What about for like body confidence, someone who's feeling a little insecure about the way they look? Crab apple. Crab. I knew it was like, I wanted to lead you to crab apple. Jesus Christ. Because we did in our formula at the end, you're like, you were like, oh, I need, I think I'm going to do one more. And you were like, crab apple. (laughs)
<laughs> they're yeah. the cutest little apples too. I just do. They're unreal. They are cute. They're so cute. And that formula, I think that's just like the formula of mm. our day. You know, Dr. Bach saw this coming, but um, it's for shame, body shame, and it's for over concentration on tiny details. So this, the tiny imperfection or the pimple or the the thighs or, you know, what we do to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. we've got a list. And well, so it puts things in perspective and, and like it helps you see the whole and mm-hmm. the harmony in something and and the beauty. And mm-hmm. um, but it's also a cleansing remedy. So there's kind of a, there's a feeling and shame of dirtiness like, oh, I just want this thing out of me, even if it's like I want this weight off of me or this. Yeah, mm. you know. So, but it will cleanse if you have any kind of poisoning or crab apple. Crab apple. Yeah. Oh. So if you're like hungover, or you feel like you did, you know, ate the wrong thing, or it can help clear, clean. Wow. And that one's in beauty formula. That's in all my beauty formulas. Okay, beauty formulas. What about for more confidence? Is that the same thing or a little bit different? It's well, you know, confidence can be like. Like the that's the broad stroke, and then underneath that, there's the crab apple right. is confidence, and then larch is confidence. Did I give you larch? I what's no. wrong with me? I should have given you larch. Oh no, you have larch in here. I do. Oh yeah, I do. I do. Larch. I do. Um, larch is for fear of failure. So, yeah. which is so many people have that, like that they they won't try anything unless they know it'll be a success or mm. perfect. They compare themselves to others. Oh, I'm not as good as them. And mm-hmm. um, they use it for impotence too. So if that gives you an idea of like, you know, what happens to the brain that like sucks itself out and can't perform, it's like sure. that could happen with artistic expression or with any anything. So Larch gives you this feeling like um, life's a big adventure and it doesn't really matter what the outcome is. And, you know. I love that. Cool. What about um someone that's, addicted to doing like always stays busy get it like burnout vervain vervain yeah, that that i think you did you get that one or I, I probably got that one mm-hmm. yeah i didn't um, get that one yeah vervain people are um they have a lot of energy and um enthusiasm and they're all excited and they love working and um but they have a hard time stopping so like being ill for them is terrible because um, they they usually like will keep working through illness and not recover fully. Mm-hmm. And then they are the ones I see that like later stages they're just exhausted and have adrenal fatigue. So you know when you when they're healthy you see them and they're just um, full of energy, but later on they're just flopped out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ten, flopped out. Just a lot of flopped. Yeah, same. I need a uh, <laughs> What about um? Depression? Depression is a big one. Yeah, I know. Because, okay, so what caused it could be grief, which is Star of Bethlehem, um, grief and shock and, and unresolved. Um, but mustard is, that's in sunshine. Mustard is the big depression one that's for uh, gloom and, and like a dark cloud and it comes for no reason. And when you have it, it's just the worst thing ever and you don't want to see anybody or do anything and um you're just hopeless and then and then it passes and so and it feels chemical mm-hmm. like a serotonin thing and then um gentian is more like 
a discouragement, like garden variety depression, like, <laughs> you know, functional and like, but if things go wrong, you'll go down and, and then you pick yourself up and then just disappointment. And then gorse is more for hopelessness. Like if you've had many disappointments and you, you've lost faith and you're chronically pessimistic, mm-hmm. um, gorse is great for that. Also, gorse is really good for in chronic illness because you really need hope to believe you can get better. So for cancer, like something yes. really serious where just the diagnosis can make you feel like, um, you know, hopeless. It yes. can bring back hope. Wow. Beautiful. Um, are there other human emotions? I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was like, those are all the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Those are the big ones. Yeah. Those are the, especially during this time. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. I just, yeah, it's been such a lovely thing to add. Um, I keep mine in my car. So every time I'm in my car, I'll do my, I do my drops. I do the non-alcohol ones because I'm a baby. But um, getting our, <laughs> mm-hmm. our one-on-one session with you two was really crazy because of all the questions. You are such a beautiful question asker. Oh, um, so it was just so lovely. How long do they last, by the way? A long time because they have yeah. alcohol in them. Got it. Cool. But, you know, I've noticed like if I keep one upside down for a long time in a bag or something, you just, they taste like the rubber stopper. So they're not, they're not rotten. They just taste bad. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you see debris floating in them, like, hmm, what's that? Like debris, then don't take it. Okay. (laughs) So a little crunch. Um, A crunch. This has been fun. I know, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm so happy to introduce just this like, do you call it a modality? Or what do you, a healing modality, a... Um, I don't know. I just always call them remedies. Remedy, mm. yeah. I'm just excited to introduce people to this. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. Where can people find you and learn more about the remedies and purchase them? Um, the I have a website, <laughs> alexissmart.com. That's with two S's and that's my name. And um, then there's a ton of information on there and um, articles and stuff. And then on Instagram, you know. The usual spot. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you Thank for coming. You. I'm Thanks so glad we got to see you. This yeah. was so fun. Yes. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Thank we love you. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Alexis. Yeah, thank you, Alexis. So fun. Such a beautiful one. You guys can check out her website for more information about flower essences. And on Almost 30 Podcasts, we actually did a graphic that breaks down different types of flower essences and what they support. So if you want more information, you can also just check out the Instagram post at Almost 30 Podcast. On Insta. All right. So our sponsors for the episode, we're so grateful. And as always, if you're new to the podcast, we only share brands that we love and use ourselves. It's really important to us. I know we know that you trust us to do that. So we're proud to have Blue Blocks, Daily Harvest, BetterHelp, and Noom sponsoring this episode. You can find more information on these brands in our show notes, as well as the discount codes. And you can also find those on our website, almost30.com. Scroll down to the bottom, click on partners. Yes. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for sharing with a friend. Thanks for being a part of our community. We love you. Love you.